0: So let's talk about the seminar. Um, we, we can record an intro and just like after and just have one intro, you think, right? Or, or like uh, afterward, we could just be like, yeah. welcome to More Than Strength if you're going to talk about the Starting Strength seminar today. right? You said be more excited, so that's me being more excited, right? <laughs> so, but what did you... See, now I can, uh-huh. I can just cut that and use it as the intro <laughs> that, now. <so>. That, works. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> that works perfectly. So, what did you think about the seminar? I want to hear, I figured it'd be a good idea to just talk about it from like my experience at, uh, kind of on the other end of it and then your experience, but I'd like to hear about yours first. Like when you, when you came in there, just kind of go through the emotions and the thoughts that were going through your head as you sat down and they started the first lecture.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I thought this would be cool to talk about, um, more from my perspective than yours even. I was like, this would be old hat for you, you know, because you've been to them and uh, I, I've been doing this for, I think, like six months now, you know, so I'm probably six months into starting strength and, fi- and finally got to go to a seminar and I, I was just, I was blown away. Like I didn't, I didn't exactly know what to expect. Like I knew based on the book and everything, how academically rigorous the method is, you know, it's not just simple, go and lift the weights. Um, but when we got in there, like I looked at the schedule and it was like, you know, Day one is a half day, but we're gonna get in there in five and we're gonna go till nine. And I was like, okay. And then we're gonna come back at eight o'clock the next morning and go till eight at night. And then on the last day, we're gonna come in at eight o'clock in the morning and we're scheduled to go to seven. Um and you know, whenever you go to something like that, you just assume that it's not really gonna be what it is. You know, you're like, Oh yeah, the last day is scheduled to go till seven, but everybody's gonna be tired. The instructors are gonna be sick of being there we'll probably get out at like four or five.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Cause even Rip was like sitting there during Q and a at six o'clock. And he said, listen, I'm sitting here till seven. We could sit here quietly or you could ask me a bunch of questions.
1: <laughs> so I, I looked at the girl next to me. We had been sitting next to each other for a couple of days and we both laughed and everybody in the room laughed. Um, and then sure enough, we looked at the clock when it was over and we were like, man, he was serious. <laughs> like it wasn't a joke. <laughs> no, no. We're staying till seven. But, um, but, but getting back to your question, um, like it was crazy cuz the first night we got there like we had in-depth lectures on on physics and and a little bit on anatomy and movement and stuff like that and i mean i'm talking like for 2 hours straight you know we went from 5 to 9 with a couple of 5 minute breaks
0: yeah yeah i think my i think from like my end and i think it's just cuz the bias toward being a coach and when I first went to the seminar having wanted to be a coach, the the first lecture really just drew me in when, when Matt Reynolds got up there and talked about what is coaching and understanding, Pershing, right? teaching, evaluating, communicating, like all those things. I think it really laid the foundation for like, listen, this isn't exactly like you said. This is not just a come here, we're going to lift weights. Like this is for real. This is – we are professionals. Like this is our career. Um, this, this isn't, like you said, just come in here and just pick some weights up, put them down. Like there's a very uh, – thought out and analyzed way of going about it. And, and here's how we're going to go about teaching you all this information.
1: Yeah. And, and I've seen reviews of it and it really is true. One of the things I read, it's like, it's not like a lot of other seminars where you're just going to come in and and warm a seat for a little while and and get your participation certificate and go home, you know, not having learned anything. Um, it, it was just so much information, you know, there's participation, you're lifting and, I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit, but like the the most interesting thing to me was the fact that everybody coached other lifters um, for the practical portions of it when we were actually in the gym, uh, and that was neat because you know I've only have do, done it for six months. There's people that have done it for a year or more, a long time, and there's people that were had just started. Like I had a guy in my squat group who, you know, had only been doing starting strength for a little while. But, you know, he's still up there, and they're going to show him how to coach somebody, not because he wants to become a coach, but just because that's, you know, the best way to learn stuff. Yeah. Uh, when one that,
0: teaches to learn, that's the philosophy of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and that was that was awesome. Um, yeah, it, it was just so much more than I expected it to be, um, even after we'd talked about it, you know, because we discussed the seminar a little bit in the episode a couple weeks ago about becoming a starting strength coach. Um but just from the, the simple perspective of a lifter, which is how I went to take it, um, like I was just blown away by the amount of the content and the quality of the instruction. Like, I don't know if this episode might get a little disjointed, but another thing that was really interesting was how, you know, all the different coaches got in there and did lectures. And you feel like... Um, any of them could have been interchanged. You know, everybody knows this stuff inside and out so much and they think about it so much on a daily basis that any of them could have given any of the lectures. So we had a different coach teach every lift.
0: It's true. And like even, like we have a, this app called Slack for the online coaching. So for starting strength online coaching, there's, um, there's like 36, so it's maybe close to 40 people on there. And at least once a week, maybe at least every other week, at, at some point every month, and that's giving it um, a little bit, probably once a week. There's just, someone questions something about, like, we all think about this so much. Like, for example, with, when we were there at the seminar, while, like, I was over by Matt, by Matt Reynolds' platform, and it was during the press, and you know how you do the hip reach, you bounce off the hips, and then you press, right? Um, he, he made a comment, he goes, you know, I think, that, I think that sometimes, or a lot of times, people reach their hips forward too quickly. Um, you know, which this is the same thing. Disjointing the episode a little bit, because if you think about it, it'd it almost be like dive bombing a squat, right? Like uncontrolled falling, like going too fast into a squat. You're not going to get as much out of that bounce or out of that stretch reflex compared to if you have a little more control. Let that stretch happen and then bounce up out of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. The same thing with the hip reach, right? So if you reach the hips too quickly, are you going to get as much out of the stretch reflex? as you would, like, is there an optimal speed to reach the hips forward, and is there a too fast? Which I get what right. he's saying, and just I'm just using that as an example um, of, like, the, the the understanding of it, but always questioning it, too, to try and, like, understand it even better and figure out better ways. And like, you heard Rip talk about, they're revising the book again, and adding a couple different things in, or changing some things, right? So it's a, the way I think of it, is like it's like a breathing document, like, it, it's living and breathing, yeah. so every seminar, or every you know, they, they figure out different things in the movements. So, I mean, not to get too off topic, but, um, you're exactly right. Like they all know it so well and can analyze it so well.
1: Well, that, that's, what's interesting about going to the seminar too, is, um, I guess you as the coaches benefit a lot. Um, but so does everybody because you see so many different types of people performing the lift, you know, like you see, you see skinny people, you see fat people, you see, like, buff people, you see tall people, short people, you know. Old people, young long people, legs. Yep. Exactly. So you get to watch all these different kinds of people um, do these lifts. And, and that helps, like, to me, that shows me just how much thought goes into this because, like, the whole the whole purpose behind the method is that, you know, with with tiny tweaks for your body type or your anthropometry... Um, <laughs> you know, the same motion works for everybody.
0: It is. It is really interesting. And as you coach people too, you'll you'll see that. You'll see like just people might look completely different doing the same exact thing because generally the principles that they have to adhere to, right? Like knees go out, the hips sink below parallel, the, the, the torso gets leaned over a little bit, right? D- different people are going to look different doing the same exact thing. It's like, it's just like talking. Like we all talk, we all use the same words to you know, to describe general things, but you have a little bit of a Southern accent. Uh, you know, I'm from the North. So it's same kind of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and the other thing was, the book is so dense. Like, for somebody who, who just wants to lift, it, it can be hard to, to read everything. And I mean, you really, like, there's no way you can read this book one time. Um, like not even if you just want to do the lifts, like forget about ever even teaching somebody, you have to read it multiple times just to, just to take in all the information. And that's hard for a lot of people to do. Some people don't like to read, you know, I think culturally we, we've gotten away from, from deep thinking about stuff anyway. So to go to this seminar, um, and hear all the stuff like taught to you, spoken to you, um, was just another great way to, to get all the material internalized. So I think that's, um, that's why it would be good for just about anybody who's interested in this to go to it. You know, it, it just reinforces the material so much to have it to have it spoken out loud like that. Um, because the teaching methods have been refined so much over time. You can tell, you know, like uh, some of the stories and some of the, the examples that Rip used, for example, I'm finding in some of the other books. Like, uh, I'm reading Strong Enough right now, and I'm seeing some of the same same examples, you know, from this book that's several years old. Yeah, it's like,
0: I mean, he's been doing this over 40 years, so at a certain point, it's like, the same questions, I'm sure, get asked over and over and over and over again. And so, his answers, that's, that's the same, his answers are his answers.
1: <laughs> yeah, Um. another thing I thought was really interesting about it, and, and this, this could go either way for some people, and I know it does. Um. They they'll ask if anybody has you know disagrees with stuff that they say, um, but they'll ask it in such a way that doesn't exactly encourage <laughs> disagreement. Like like you already know if you disagree, you're probably going to be mocked. Um, so that's good and bad because it's going to shut some people up. But I started thinking about it because we talked about it some there, and I, I'm not going to say exactly what he said just because I. I don't know. That's not me. I don't like to talk like that a lot. Yep. Um. But anyway, like, you know, if you challenge somebody's manhood, you know, do you disagree? If you disagree, speak up. If you don't, you know, you're whatever. Yeah. Um. Then I thought about it and I was like, well, you know, the real type A kind of people are probably going to fight back if you do it that way. So that might be a good way to draw some people <laughs> out and get in a good discussion. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but more timid people and they won't speak up even if they have something to say. Although I've yet to I've yet to come across anything really compelling yet um at this point, you know, to disagree with the the method or the model or whatever. Yeah,
0: and I think also it's going to it's going to deter people who really don't who might have an opinion that actually don't know what they're really going to be talking about. If that makes sense, right? So it's like and for example, like my, this is, and I know like me, I am super passionate about barbell training and sometimes that passion can turn into frustration and sometimes arguments with people, um, which I've calmed down with over the last couple years. But like, here's something that I've done recently. Like my brother's buddy from school, he came, he came just to spend the night, uh, at our, at my parents' house when I was there visiting a couple weeks ago and We started talking about squatting, and he starts talking about, he's like, oh, you should do it this way, and it was, like, typical, like, what you'd see, like, west side barbell type, really wide stance, like, geared powerlifter type squat, and and I was like, nah, man, like, you, you know, you might want to try it this way, like, not trying to be super, um, you know, matter of fact with him, because I've learned that deters people, and so, and then he starts kind of arguing with me a little bit, and we had been drinking a little bit. So, and I know that's not a good recipe because I'm like, if I start bickering with this guy, and I clearly know he's just not very really educated on this. <laughs> it's kind of the same example as this, right, With Rip's trying to do. I just told him, I'm like, listen, there's, there's one thing that I'm passionate about, passionate about in this world. It's barbell training. And if you're going to come to this table, you better know what you're talking about. Because like, cause, cause that's one thing I really – I know much more than most people do about, about this kind of thing. So if you're going to come and try and argue this, you better bring your A-game because I won't speak on – like if you start talking about cars and fixing cars, I'm going to shut up. But if you start talking about barbell training and getting stronger and making people generally stronger and healthier, like that, that's <laughs> – that's one thing I do feel like I'm confident in compared to most people. So – that's kind of, I think, where Rip's coming from with that, right? He might do it in his own way. He's basically saying, like, hey, do you disagree? And if someone's really confident in what they're saying and what they disagree upon, then I think that that person, you know, there might be timid people, of course, but if you're really that confident in what you're saying and you strongly disagree enough and you actually feel like you know what you're talking about, then you can bring up a legitimate talking point, and I think that's what he's looking for. More than just shutting people down, I think he's looking to shut people down who don't know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Uh you're yeah, you're you're exactly right there. That makes a lot of sense. Um because yeah, you know he's so confident, he's done it so long he knows it that people aren't gonna bring up some stupid example which i can't even think of right now exactly um like we there was remember there was a guy he was a, a physical therapist who kind of halfway tried to argue that you know being able to do 50 reps of a deadlift would somehow make you stronger you know but <laughs> he didn't he didn't really have any basis for arguing that and i think everybody around him sort of like <laughs> yeah. him down too and they were like no that doesn't make any sense yeah but, uh, yeah, but I, I mean, um, I,
0: that's the thing I like about it is it's just, it's just honest. Like, it's it's honest. You know, it, it's not. Um, it's, they're not up there trying to please everybody, they're up there saying like, "Look, here are the truths that we have found." You know, we're not saying that we're never going to change anything because they change things constantly every year. They go back to that book and read it again, but they're just saying like, "We have done this with thousands of people." we have had you know people smarter than us help us to like engineers and rip and everyone develop this model and so like if you're going to combat it with an argument that like well those guys do it or that's what they do i mean i had someone on my on my gym's facebook page the other day i had I, and i did a facebook live and had and i was cueing someone to look down they were raising their their head as they came up out of the squat causing them to lift their chest excuse me and and i'm saying look down right and then so somebody writes a comment Hey, uh, why would why would you tell someone to look down? And I thought they were asking a legitimate question, so I explained then all the reasons why you look down when you squat and why why I think that that's a why I think that's the most effective way to teach someone how to squat. And but they were just looking for an argument. And then they're like, well, why don't you go tell the guys over at this gym over here that which is a literally an, a powerlifting gym, a geared powerlifting gym where everyone's on steroids and you know, they're, <laughs> look up, they look up, why don't, why, why don't you go tell them to go look down, I'm sure they'll listen to you, like, as in, well, they're doing it, and they're really strong, so that
1: means everyone else should do it that way, too. Well, here's something from the seminar that, uh, you know, obviously, you take away, like, some certain specific things, and one of the things from the seminar that that really struck me was exactly that, um, like, it's, it's good to read in the book and look at the pictures about why you look down, But man, like if you've never had a coach or you've never coached somebody, the drill that you did as part of the squat teaching method where you press down um, on somebody's hips and have them look up and try to use a hip drive to squat, like that convinced me more than anything um, that, that it makes sense because the guy that I coached, when I pressed down on his hips and had him look up, he fell over backwards trying to hip drive out of the bottom. L- literally,
0: no, like I was sitting right there. Like he and, literally and fell that guy,
1: down. like yeah. I think he squatted three thirty or something like that for a set, you know. So, but then when he tried to look up and hip drive against my hands pushing him down, he fell.
0: Yeah, that was funny because Matt was like, "Oh, like he kind of he's like, uh oh, like this guy.'" Then he squats three thirty, and Matt's like, "Dude, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. You're forming with a barbell." Like he, yeah. he was
1: strong. He was so. Yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, little... yeah, like that was just one of those things. Um, so I feel whenever I tell somebody now. At the gym, look down. Yeah. I kind of hope somebody will come up and tell them to look up.
0: It, it, <laughs> so I know. I it's, can it, talk to him it, about like, it. No, 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 no. Right. It's interesting how um, that one simple thing fixes a whole bunch of things, too, right? If you just tell someone to change their eye gaze, it fixes a whole bunch of things in the squat itself. Um, but I want to ask you about, because I know, you know, we had talked about um, you the idea of you going and taking it as a coach, and you decided not to which I think, I think was a very good decision because if I had done it over again, I think I would take it as a lifter first and then take it as a coach second, just because like this was my second time going through the full seminar and it was a lot more relaxing, um, not going in as a coach. And I actually felt like I could pick up more information because of it. And I was just curious if you felt, uh, that same relief of pressure and the ability to just sit there and absorb.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think, you know, it was a combination of a couple of things. And we talked about this, you know, back and forth, um, not on the podcast, obviously, but mm-hmm. just in text and form and stuff like that, that, I, you know, I was having some struggles with my lifts. So, you know, number one, I didn't I didn't feel like I was ready to to try to take it as a coach because I was trying to work out issues of my own. Um, and then I was even more uh convinced of my decision when i got there because of all the material i was like i just don't i don't know all this stuff well enough to to try to be a coach and you combine that with um our seminar where like there was probably 30 people about half of them wanted to be a coach and one of them i think got to that written exam phase i mean there were some people that were pretty decent too you know that didn't get to do that Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I was like, there's no way that I would have become a coach. So it was it was good because yeah, I got to relax, I got to enjoy the material, I got to practice the teaching method with no pressure too, you know, not only absorb the lectures and stuff like that, but I got to coach and but then with the coaches helping, you know, when there's stuff that I couldn't see, which and that's the other thing. I got up there coaching and I realized there's a lot that I can't that I can't see right now and I mean everybody starts out that way so you know you got to start somewhere but but yeah I, I love how they protect the credential
0: yeah I, I really do too especially as a starting strength coach like I, we it's you know we want more starting strength coaches but we want the credential to remain the quality that it is because it, it does it we I mean one out of 12 like I think at the end of the at the end of the day, I think only twelve people opted in out of the fifteen that originally opted in, and out of that twelve, only one passed. So it's you know less than a ten percent pass rate at this past seminar. Um, but yeah, I th- we want it to grow because we want more people doing this, and like, I mean that's why I mean that's why me and you are doing this podcast to get as many people under the bar as possible. Like I mean, I, I but we want to do it in a way that makes sure that the quality that people who are coaching people under the bar re- really have a solid fundamentals. Uh, base of, of how to make sure that you can progress people appropriately and safely and with the correct form
1: right and and it was really it was telling that you know they said the majority of the people that pass um, have come to more than one seminar and have been coaching people you know like real clients paid clients for a couple of years yeah um, so yeah I mean that, that that says a lot and I understand why Like I said, just trying to get up there or just trying to help somebody at my gym, I can see why.
0: Yeah. And I think it's good that you experience that too, because the seminar is a a really intense exposure to all of the lifts, right? So like that's a very, you know, 30 people all training at one time, getting coached, you hear cues means yelled out left and right, knees, hips, you know, stay back, whatever it is, everything's getting shouted and stuff. And when you're coaching someone like one-on-one or a small group of people, it's you know, it's not that intense. Um, so I think it's like going, it, you know, it'd be like hitting five reps at 250 pounds on whatever exercise. And then, when, you know, that'd be the five reps, that intense five reps. And then when you go home, you know, you drop down in weight and hit like maybe 185 for another set of five, right? So when you go home, it's like hitting 185 when you're coaching your clients. And then, but you have that, um, you, you've you seen what, like really, you've seen what the best strength coaches in the, in the country or even the world ha- have, you've seen them coach so you now have a level a standard that you can you know compare yourself to as you coach like you can go in and be like okay i knew that those guys when they were there they were really good at simplifying all their words down to like maybe one to five words in a cue maybe even just one to three words okay i'm saying this in 15 or in two sentences how can i simplify this even more in order to get my lifter to comply with what I want them to do, and so because like you've seen the stuff, you've seen the standard of what it is, and now you kind of have something to prepare for,
1: right? Right, and you know what? The other thing that I that I did see too was the the one seminar attendee who who passed that portion of it. Um, that that individual coached me on a couple of lifts, um, and I know from talking to him that they'd been to a seminar before. And they'd interned at a starting strength gym. So yes. it wasn't like dude just showed up and decided to coach.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't you know, the only this, one who had been to a starting strength gym. and So there were a couple yeah. other people who had did, done that with starting strength coaches and still haven't quite passed yet. I think they were pretty close and borderline. I'm not sure. But but even so, right? Even, you know, you need experience. And, and that guy, it seemed like he, he had it because I noticed him too. He did really well.
1: Yep. Yeah. So that was good. So um, we should probably... We should probably wrap this one up. Um, that sounds good. I, I just think um, if 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 you're interested in in barbell training or or just getting stronger, like I was going to say, if you're interested in starting strength, but I'll take one step back and say, if you're interested in barbell training well and just being as strong as you possibly can, like I, I think that you should consider attending this seminar. Um, and I, you know, I say that as someone with no financial interest in this, I'm not a coach, I'd like to be a coach. Um, but you know, I paid my money like everybody else that went there and it's not cheap. So you need, you know, you need to know that, that it's something that you're interested in, but I don't think that you could get any better information anywhere. Um, you know, even disregarding the money. So, man, I would highly recommend this going to a starting strength seminar and we'll put a link to the seminar Uh, the seminar page in the show notes so that you can check it out and see if one's coming near you. But, uh, you know, I thought it was awesome from the perspective of just a lifter and an attendee.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm too biased to, to give a recommendation. I think Maddie's is a lot more powerful than mine could be. So
1: thanks Maddie. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any questions about the seminar, leave us a comment. You know, send us an email, put it yeah, in an iTunes review, whatever. Uh, and we we'll be sure to check more out more than we so. Or we'll talk to you guys next week. Podcast right, for links and show one. notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and review on iTunes and tell a friend. Thanks.